I'm addicted to the work. Lifting till it hurt, chest sticking to my shirt. I heard sky's the limit when Biggie spit his verse. So to test it, I went and put some inches on my vert. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. Iron Mike when it's fight or flight. Going for it, I could die tonight. You need my advice, then subscribe to the podcast. Plenty time left. All I need is you to listen with a winner's mindset. Yeah. Without further ado, I'm going to bring in my special guest for the day. Uh, for the night. This is Wednesday Conversation with Mike Waters, and my guest is none other than Mr. Bradley Randall, uh, one of my close friends, somebody that I really look up to uh, from what he's done in such a short amount of time in this training industry. And he's my little bro, but, you know, I get inspired. I get motivated by everybody. So so he's one that's done it for me. So I'm going to bring him right in and uh, double this thing hey, up. Hey. And there we go. I, got my, I got my young bro. Hey, young yeah. bro. What's up, man? Man, everything is solid, man. I just gave people a little quick intro, man, and let them know who I got coming on here tonight, man. And, uh, you know, thank you for taking some time out today to to join me, hang out with your big bro for a minute, man. I I appreciate it. Hey, it's always a pleasure seeing you. It's always a pleasure conversating with you, texting with you, giving you a call. And, uh, you know, just just reminiscing off of phase one. I remember phase one was out of the back of, I want to say he was either your Escalade or your Yukon. And we was we was phase yeah. one at, at, at uh, I forgot which park it was, but you know we made it work. So yep. I appreciate that. Yeah. You uh, yep. definitely no helped me out to where I at, to where I'm at right now. No doubt, man. That's what it was too. All American mm-hmm. Park had the black Escalade. Yeah, everything I owned. All the training on twenty twos. Black Escalade on twenty twos. Twenty twos. That was my marketing <laughs> material right there. Hey, reality though, it was twenty sixes though. Don't sleep 26, on them. Twenty six. Twenty six. I was one of the first in Vegas with the twenty sixes on the road, man. I'm just going to out here. You know, I don't want them to sleep, man. I've got to keep everybody woke. <laughs> hey, no, it was good, man. And that's uh, just to you know, just to go on for that little topic, man. It's you know, it's. It's something that, you know, I know facilities and L.A. Fitness and, you know, all these gyms yeah. are opening up. But, you know, going back to those days where it was like, hey, man, we're going to get it in right here at this park. Yeah. You're either going to be down with it or you're not. Most of the guys that were down with it because, you know, you were those, you were those guys that were getting those guys out to say, look, here's yep. some work right here. You might as well. You know, yeah, it's, yeah sure. we might have the outside elements, but let's let's just get this done and let's get it in. So I, I definitely appreciate you for that. No, no, no doubt, fam. No doubt. And at the end of the day, man, I, I just told them I'm sweating because I got a. So I see you got the UNLV shirt on, right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I see that. You know what I'm saying? I'm representing mm-hmm. MGA today. The, the uh, MGA, one of the, the big sports agencies that we work with here in Vegas. So I'm representing them today nice. on, on, uh, on the live. But the reason I, I brought that up because I'm, I'm sweating right now because mm-hmm. so UNLV reached out. They mm-hmm. reached out to, to do a fitness for finals week. You know what I mean? Good. Since everybody's quarantined, everybody's locked, but then these students still have to study. So next week, they'll be studying all week, getting ready for their online finals and all this stuff. But right. they don't have access to the gym. They can't. It's hard to get. So we're putting together a whole week of training for them. You know what and I mean? Some and, work. And you, hey, congratulations to you because that's a, that's a blessing because you know how it is just to be a student athlete and just being a student in college. So. Man, giving no giving joke. them that opportunity to actually get some endorphins going, get some sweat going, and, yeah. and just yeah, uh, relieve some stress off of the testing situation. That's that's right. definitely good, and may God give you a blessing for that. So no, I appreciate it, good. and I know it's gonna yeah. work. I'm here sweating like a mug, and I just finished. <laughs> <laughs> if they ain't sweating, yeah. I don't know what's going on. That's I'm good, here. man. That's but good. yeah, but it's, been good. That. it's been mm-hmm. good. So 
here's what I want to do, man. Uh, I want to go ahead and get into what we here for. You know, I see some yes. people tuning in. I'm sure some other people are going to jump on board here. But I want to really give the stage to you for, for a minute or two to, uh, mm -hmm. to really talk about your background, uh, you know, just kind of going back from, you know, transition maybe from high school to college and then right. also the opportunity to play at the highest level in the NFL. And then fast forward to what you're doing now. Uh, I just really want people to have a real thorough background of who I have on here. Cause you say special guests and people, Oh, special guests, everybody's special guests, but uh, <laughs> yeah. not all the time, you know, sometimes it's people that right. really have value and some credibility and no matter how young, how old everybody brings their gift to the table, man, and you've done a good job of that. So I just really want people to know who you are. And I, I definitely appreciate that, man. Cause this, uh, everybody does have a story to tell. Um, and, you know, there's there's a lot of guys, there's a lot of young players that I know right now currently, um, undrafted free agents uh, that are trying to tell their own story. And I'm just like, wow, man, you, you know, you're able to tell your story. You got this, you got to this highest stage now. So now you get to, you know, give everybody your experience. Um, but uh, just a little background on me. So I graduated from uh, Vista Marietta High School out in California. Um, I was ranked, I think I was number out of the nation, I might have been number 45, ranked out of running backs out of the nation. Um, was able to go to UNLV. Um, and from UNLV, I had an MVP year, my my junior year, I want to say. Uh, and, you know, I was able to have a blessing, uh, blessed season to get to the Minnesota Vikings uh, 2013. And I was able to meet you, Mr. Mike Waters himself. Uh, you also played football with my, my big cousin, Jamal. So, uh, you know, it, it's just so many blessings that I had that experience to uh, going to Vegas and meeting you and, and you actually developing me more as a better, as, as a running back, just to get better uh, uh, in my college year and going into my pro year. Um, so, you know, and I also played in the CFL, Winnipeg Blue Bombers and uh, the BC Lions. So um, running back, slot, kickoff return, uh, kickoff guy, if if somebody went down, I was ready to go on special teams, and that, and that's just that's just me just being ready to roll. Um, yeah. So, uh, but you know, like I said, just the just to go off of the draft and just to go off the NFL stuff that's happening right now currently. Uh, I also coached two years over at uh, Riverside City College, which is a junior college, um, and there is I want to say about three junior college players uh, yeah. that that's actually they got picked up on a team. So, mm. and their story, the background is like, their, their story to tell is, is just amazing to me. Cause I know everybody, yeah. every player has a story. Um, mm -hmm. There's actually one guy that I want to talk about. His name is, his name is Travis. I want to say it's Travis Johnson. Uh, now this kid, he had a full ride scholarship to Oregon. Um, ended up leaving Oregon as a quarterback, coming to RCC as a quarterback, uh, the, the the coach ended up changing his position to wide receiver. Uh, he ended up getting the offer to Montana State, I want to say. And keep in mind, this dude's a quarterback, so he's a quarterback. He's a, about 6'4", I want to say 225. Uh, but he ended up getting a undrafted contract uh, mm -hmm. to the, I want to say to the Buccaneers. Oh, wait, is it Buccaneers? I want to say the Buccaneers. And just to be there as a, as a Riverside City College coach, just to see his journey from Oregon to Riverside City College 
to now being, uh, you know, NFL wide receiver for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with, with Tom Brady. And that's, that's huge. And, um, you know, there, there's so many stories out there uh, that players will actually get to tell God willing, if they get to that level, if they get to that, that opportunity. Um, and it's just a beautiful thing. Cause I know, and even you have your own story of, of being in college, junior college, UNLV, and, and just success that you have right now, which is, I hope you write a book. Cause I'm, I'm buying it. Where's the book at, Mike? I'm waiting for that, man. Uh, um. <laughs> right now, I'm still writing the book. Like, okay, like, good. I bet you, hey, but as long yeah. as you got those pages going, man, I'm, I'm picking it up. Um, yeah. But yeah, man, it, it's just, uh, you know. So, and, so let mm-hmm. me let me ask you this. So, so you know, in your experience, you know, from and let me back up a, a, a small step. In your experience. When you transitioned from UNLV, and I mean, you didn't, you were a free agent, right? Undrafted free agent, yes. Undrafted mm-hmm. free agent. What was, because right now everybody just kind of went through that phase. Some people, yep. of course, drafted, others went priority free, some went just free, some are still waiting on a call. What yep. was that period like, you know, when you came out and you were like, okay, I don't, I don't know if I'm getting drafted. I hope I do. But, and then, of course, you, now you watch round one, two, three. Then you watch round four or five. Then you watch six. Yep. And then you watch seven. Yep. And then it ends. Yep. And it's over. And you got in the call. What did Man. that do to your brain? Ooh. You know what? I was a. Uh, I'll say this: my my dad that played um, Major League Baseball, Yankees, Mets, Mariners, Lenny Randall, the by the way. The legend. Yep. Yes, sir. My dad, my dad, like just a casual. My dad is. Yeah. Uh, his dad's a legend. <laughs> Straight up, he is the most most interesting. MLB named him the most interesting man in baseball. So if you can Google Lenny Randall and see all his all his coolness, literally Um, super to this day. Oh yeah, he also has an album too. He he got an album when he was playing. He dropped the album, Um, and he speaks how many languages? I know he speaks at least two three languages. Something crazy. He speaks Italian. He speaks Spanish fluently, and then he does like this British London accent. So he he's a he's an international guy. <laughs> they say he's well traveled. <laughs> well traveled. Uh, but yeah, no. So he was, you know, he put me on game really because I had, um, I had the Philadelphia Eagles, I had the, uh, the Browns, I had the Atlanta Falcons, I had the uh, Dolphins, the Vikings, and I think maybe one or two other teams. Okay. So what I was doing, I was taking notes. So. I was seeing if any of these teams are drafting running backs. Yeah. So I, I was doing my homework. I made sure I was like, okay, Philadelphia Eagles, they picked up this dude running back. Okay. Let me, I'm going to check that off the box. Dolphins mm-hmm. checking that off the box. So yeah. when it got down to the last round and, uh, you know, I knew it was over, I immediately got calls. So I got the teams that didn't draft a running back. So I had the Vikings. I had, um, the uh, Atlanta Falcons who had Jaquise Rogers at the time. Um, and then I had, uh, I think the, the, uh, the Eagles. So really it was more so of a strategy um, for mm-hmm. myself and for my family. And we were looking at it as, you know, I did my research on the roster to see if there was anybody like me, uh, uh, five, eight, 195 pounds. You know, yeah. I, I had to do my research. Um, yeah, that's good. So uh, I ended up looking at the Vikings roster. Of course, they had Adrian Peterson. They had uh, Toby Gerhardt. They had Matt Asiata. 
uh, Jerome Felton and a guy named Joe Bangard. And they were, they were not like me. So I, ult- I ultimately ended up picking the Vikings out of my three other options that I had. So nice. doing that was, you know, was the best thing for me because I knew that they didn't have anybody like me. So now I can go in and hopefully try to compete with Adrian Peterson, Toby Gerhardt, Matt Asiata, uh, and any other rookies that came in. Gotcha. Now, now, what made you go through that process when in, in a lot of cases that's, you know, people could easily say that's the agent's job. You know, what yeah. made you take that into your own hands and do that research and do that studying to, to put yourself in the best position? It was, to be honest, man, it was uh, the the mentors that I had around me from really just being my dad. And, man, my, my dad had me around. He had me around Ken Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez. My dad had me around uh, who else? He had me around just just a lot of big-time name players. So yeah, every once in a while, I would pick up things, you know, from 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. I would pick things up. So yeah. having the – and I also had uh, Randall Cunningham mentoring me too during my UNLV experience, which was and, – and Frank Summers, a little bit, little bit of Frank. Shout um, out to Frank. Shout out to Frank. Guy. Big tank. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it was just – it's just one of those things where you, you really have to understand what you're putting yourself into and you want to – you want to know what you're getting yourself into before, uh, before it happens. So, yeah. and even guys that I that I tell, uh, you know, guys that right now, look, you got to go through the roster, see who they had last year, see who was on practice squad, see if they drafted anybody, um, and if they have somebody, and you got another option over at that that team, okay, you might want to try to take that because they never they never seen anything like you, and they might yeah. want to try to grab you because you're new. Um, yeah. And so having that and, and really just giving, getting that opportunity to say, okay, I want to go here instead of, man, I don't know where to go. Or if I go over to Falcons, I know I got to go up against Jacrees Rogers and he's just like me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. yeah. So what was the, uh, so, so what was the mental game like, you know what I mean? Because, you know, what was your expectation going into the draft and then what was the mental game of even going through, not just even that process, mm-hmm. but then also getting the camp and, you know, you, you're the rookie, you undrafted. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's basically like being a walk-on damn near. You, you're a walk-on. You, end you, of the day. You so what was that? with duties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, hey, it's, okay, so I had um, – it was – I remember this was rookie mini camp. It was uh, Robbie Rouse who was out of Fresno State running back. He was a cold dude. Uh, he also played with uh, I think it was Carr for the for the uh, for the Raiders right now, mm-hmm. uh, quarterback. But it was when it was all said and done, I I looked on the roster to see who the running backs got signed by the Vikings. So you know this was this was the next day. I'm over. I'm doing my homework. I'm strategizing. Yeah. I'm looking up their film. I'm like, okay, Robbie Rouse is probably the coldest back that I got to go up against. So yeah. let me make sure I'm prepared to beat out Robbie Rouse and these other guys. Yeah, uh, not to say that they're better than me, but I want to make sure that I knew who they were. I knew what their specialty yeah. was. I knew uh, what type of player they were. Uh, so by the time I got there to rookie minicamp, it was more so like, you know, I, I know about you. You might not know about me, but I know about you. I know what your moves are. Yeah, that makes so, sense. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, no, that's good, man. Mm-hmm. So, so catch us up, man, because – 
you know, I think you don't really put it out enough, in my opinion, <laughs> put out enough, man, uh, you know, what you've done down in your area, down in, you know, basically Temecula area, mm-hmm. um, you know, SoCal. So, I mean, you've done a lot in that in that area, not just, you know, and yes, you have the, the pros, you got the NFL guys, you got some, I know you got some pros in other sports, I think baseball, a couple other sports, but then also, you know, you've also made a huge impact on the community, man. What, you know, let's let's talk first about the the pro side. You know, the older athletes. You know, what's the mm-hmm. stuff that you've done in that that kind of elite side of, of your training career, man? What you what you've done so far? Honestly, the 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 thing that that gives me my passion and that that wakes me up in the morning and gives me my my energy and my positivity is is all my experiences from other players from even being around you, uh, everything that you had taught me, my father had taught me, uh, uh, the pros that I've been around, Adrian Peterson, and even some great CFL athletes. Um, the thing that I like to do with these with these pro guys, high school guys, uh, and middle school athletes, you know, it's, it's you, you touched on it earlier, it's the mental aspect of the game. The, the training part, you know, they – they're going to get the training, you know, no matter if they were me, no matter if they with another trainer or whatever. But the thing that I like to teach and the thing that I like to uh, uh, to sit my tea, so to speak, is is teaching them the mental game, the mental toughness, the the, the winning mindset. And that's the next thing I want to talk to you about. Uh, yeah, because I know you, you got it down. Um, so giving them that information of, you know, when you're tired. How should you act? How should your posture be? Uh, when you drop a ball, what you should do after that? Okay, I, I drop my ball, yeah. knock out. I'm gonna do my pushups. I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna reset my mind. Yeah. Um, there's, there's no such thing as a perfect play. There's no such thing as a perfect player. So, giving them the, uh, the mindset of how to be elite, uh, how to push through uh, their fatigue, how to, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, when it's, when it's I'm speaking UNLV terms when it's 105 outside and you're on turf and and there's no dome. How am I going? Bottom of your cleats melting off. My cleats melting. I got blisters on my feet. It's like this. It's like how bad do you want to be better than your opponent? How bad do you want to be? You know, don't get it. Don't get don't get it twisted. Better than your teammate, but how are you going to say at the end of my day I, I improved? I, my, my mental toughness is sharp. My abilities are sharp. My fatigue. I'm not even going to say that I'm fatigued, even though everybody else is huffing and puffing. I'm going to make sure I'm standing strong. Um, so those little things of just giving them that information of how to, you know, hold your body posture, right. When you're tired, you know what I'm saying? Uh, have a catchphrase. My catchphrase was, man, I I love this game. I I, got to do this. If I want to make it here, then this is what I got to do. So I had little little catchphrases for me to make sure I can keep myself sharp, mm-hmm. even though I was tired and gassed out. But I didn't want everybody else to know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's dope. No, I love that, man, because, you know, to me, that that is really the most important thing you got going, you know, is that mindset. You know what I mean? Because as you progress and as you go level to level, everybody good. Everybody's good. Everybody, everybody was a however many stars you got. They got Ooh, that. All that. <laughs> Everybody, you know, you had 11 offers. Somebody on that team had 15, yep. 30. 
Yep. You know what I mean? Dude right behind you at 10. I mean, yeah. you know, so we all good. Everybody's elite. Everybody's next level. So you got to start thinking about what's the what's the separator. You know what I mean? Exactly. We Absolutely. Like this, what makes me a little bit different? And it has to be here. You know, it has to be here. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. I love that you brought that up because I'm a big fan of that winner's mindset, man. To me, that's, that's what And let me uh, a yeah. question for you, too, because I definitely want to hear what you have to say. I mean, yeah. I'll be flipping my interview, man. This is my conversation. Okay, I, I just had to. Hey, bro. Hey, big bro. My bad. I'm just looking, bro. man. I'm trying to, you know, I want to talk to you. <laughs> I, you know, I'm trying to get my, uh, uh, who, who, who them dudes out there, my uh, Arsenio Hall for the old people. <laughs> I'm trying to Oops. get my Jason old. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm old. I can't think of none of the people right now. Jimmy Fallon. I'm trying to get my Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon. Fallon. Yep. Jimmy no, Fallon. No. What you got? Well, no, because you you do it so well. It's just the the uh, the the winning mindset. You know, yeah. I know, you know, yours might be different from mine, or it might be the same, or it might have different little niches. But you know, not too many kids or athletes uh, have that. You know, know what it means. For an example, let me say this: There's a uh, there's one pro player named Elijah Penny. He plays for the. New York Giants, he's a fullback. Yep. You actually, you met him out yep. there in phase yeah, one in Las Vegas. Yep. Right. Yep. So his thing is, you know, he blocking for Saquon Barkley and his coaches told him, hey, man, you're going to have to get some carries now. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and, you know, the thing that I told him was like, look, bro, this is this got to be a pro, pro Bowl year. Like, you, mm-hmm. there should be no, everything in your mind should be Pro Bowl rep, Pro Bowl catch, Pro Bowl run, Pro Bowl block. Um, yep. So, you know, giving him that, and really, my brother actually, uh, Kamasi, actually really yep. just mentored him a lot. Shout out to Kamasi. He definitely and we got hey. in our circle, boy. I tell hey, you. hey, Kamasi straight out of guy, straight man. out of Compton, <laughs> CPT. Man, that's a guy right there. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. But but yeah, no. So it's just it's just one of those things where athletes are good, athletes are great, but what's going to separate you? So giving them that yeah. extra niche of saying, <laughs> look. It's right here. Yeah, your Pro Bowl mm-hmm. season is right here, uh, literally. So, what is something uh, when you say the winner's mindset? What is something that you think of, or or what are your your, your three tools or your things just to say this is my winner's mindset? This is my yeah. winning mindset. Yeah. So so here's where I would start. <clears throat> if we look at it right now, it's it's off season. Everybody's quarantined. All that stuff going on, but it's off season. No matter how you cut it, mm-hmm. you know the NFL players. Let's use them for example. They're all getting ready for the season, the camp. We don't know the dates. We don't know the timelines, but we know right. it's coming at right. point. So somebody like Penny, for example, this is a big year for him, right? This is a, a chance for him to show that he's even more valuable than, than people may have even seen the last year, last couple years. Right. So what if I told you this? And this is how I try to talk to my athletes to get them to see it a different way. What if I told you this? What if I told you your, your career, your season coming up? Your season is simply a bank account. Mm-hmm. It's a bank account. Right now, you know, you can't get the, the, the money out. Mm-hmm. You can't get the money out until August, September, whenever the season starts. But right. you can make deposits. Right? Right. So everything you did from now until August is only deposits. Mm-hmm. You can't get it out. can't touch it. You can't. You can't, you know, pull up to the ATM. You can't do none of that. <laughs> yeah. All you can do is put money in it. Mm-hmm. And in August, you can get out everything that you put in. Right. 
if you looked at your career like that for the next three, for May, June, July, for the next three months, if you looked at your career like every rep, every sprint, every plyo, every mm-hmm. meal that you eat, every time you go to sleep on time, every time somebody say, we're about to do this, and you're like, I'm good, I got to get my rest because I got to train in the morning. Every time you do that, those are deposits. Right. You just build them up. And now when the lights pop on in August and it's game one, yeah, and you go to that bank and you say, hey, <laughs> right, right, I want right. all my money out. Mm-hmm. Cash how me much out. Money, how much going to be in your account? Absolutely. So if you think about that, so for Penny, for example, for the next three months, his mindset should be one track. I'm mm-hmm. deposit. I'm just making deposit after deposit. I'm putting it all in there, all my effort, all my energy, all my time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm having time for my family, but right. even my family knows, even yeah. my family knows yeah. that this yeah. is the time. This now. And by making those deposits, when he shows up game one mm-hmm. and he chip on that first nice run, that ain't nothing but a withdrawal. Oh, yeah. Everybody else going to look at it, you know, announces, <laughs> where did you come from? Yeah. They're going to be going to the file. They're going to be yep. Googling his name. He played mm-hmm. that up. You know, they're yep. going to be trying to do all the yep. extensive research. But in reality is, Penny is going to know mm-hmm. that it wasn't no coincidence. Oh, I'm yeah. just making withdrawals. That's all I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. So that's the mind, the type of mindset that I try to invest into these athletes is right. every that you get, every set, every rep. That's why I'm, I'm so hard on them. Even my staff, we so hard when we watch an athlete just take one sprint off. I yeah. mean, you, you can have 100 sprints. If you don't finish one out of the 100, we we down your throat. You because we understand the value of even that one sprint that you took off. Just that one. Yeah. That's the difference. Because what if the game on the line? What if we just needed one yard? What if all four quarters, all yeah. four quarters come down to one yard? One yard. What if that's that one play, that one sprint that you took off? Now, we, we let just me- lost let me say this, and this, and I'm happy that you said that. You know that kid. Well, I don't know what the kid is, what his name is, but there was a picture. Uh, I think some football players they're running lines or gashes or something, and somebody took a picture of the kid's foot, and all the players, their foot was behind the line when they were coming back to touch the line, yep. and the, and yep. the line, the line was right here, and the kid's foot was right here. He was that yep. short, mm-hmm. like like yep. five inches, literally. You know, yep. and that and that kid went viral just because yep. of. The game is measured by inches. Every, you didn't all, make your, all your teammates is touching the line, and you stop right here. <laughs> hey, and here's the sad part. We lost. We lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. We all and you blew it. You dropped you the pass. You fumbled. We lost. Details. It all goes man. So it's really a big thing, man, to me. And, mm-hmm. and that's where, like you said, man, these last year or so, a couple years, I right. really invested – energy into that mindset training because i think that's the gap you know what i mean i think the gap in these athletes you know is they don't really understand the bigger picture of what how strong this is you know from self-talk to Mm -hmm. to how you feel so you mentioned it earlier which i love is even just your your demeanor how you carry Mm -hmm. yourself make a mistake when you look at the ground and you you got that look like you you lost Mm -hmm. there's no room not not at the elite level Mm -mm. you know what i mean Mm-hmm. Pop Warner, you might get away with it for a little bit. But right. You ain't no room for that. Because somebody mm-hmm. right behind you is waiting on that one opportunity. And they're going to take sure. it. For sure. 
and they're gonna try to take it. Even now, and going going into these, you know, God willing, when everything comes back to normal, uh, for these young kids, the rookies that have to go take another grown man's job, you know, it's that's I'm not gonna let you take my job. You might think you can come up here to try to take my job, but I might let you get a couple of reps to see what you're looking yeah, like. I'm, a, I'm, I'm evaluating. I'm evaluating you. To see, right? do I do I need to go jump on this dude right now, or do I can I just exactly. let him get a you know? So it, 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 it there's definitely some games and some strategies that you need to have yeah. as you get into that NFL and the CFL level. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I remember one thing Matt Asiata was telling me because uh, mm-hmm. I had asked him a question and it was about uh, I just said how do you you know how do you juggle your family time or how do you you know what's your strategy to yeah. Uh, yeah. to hold everything together? And yeah. he was just telling me that. He just said, to be honest, man, I, I have to be selfish. Mm-hmm. Like he just told me shut up like that. And I was just like, well, what do you, you know, what do you mean? He just said, my, my family needs to know that I'm not doing this forever. Like I, if, I, if I need to go train, if I need to go do this, or if I need to go do that, I have to do it. Or yeah, sure. I, I could just be at home being, you know, dad, husband all the time. So yeah, um, sure. in this window, man, it's, you know, I, I stopped at 26 25 26 and I, i'm like what i thought i was gonna be stopping at 30 i'm 29 yeah you know exactly. so yeah and it's quick so but anyway here's, mm-hmm. here's the thing with that man and and you know because even in business a lot of people talk about balance and things like that you know right. but as an athlete man or even as an entrepreneur you know i i just my opinion i think balance there's no it's not a realistic concept to me and and this is this is why i say that because I feel like it's different times that there's different energy and different focal points for mm-hmm. an NFL, player, for example, they got two, three months until they start. So this right. time there's not balance during this time. They got to mm-hmm. focus on this upcoming season and being successful, which ultimately is going to feed the family. It's feeding the family. Yep. Now, now when the season ended four mm-hmm. months ago, then that would have been a good time to say, hey, I'm going to take some time. I'm going to take a little vacation. You know, I'm going to hang out. You know, wifey, what you right. want to do? Let's go do our right. thing. But right. I think balance is, is, a, is a miss, you know, is misunderstanding because I think there's certain times where the energy of the entire family, your whole circle, everybody in your circle has to be able to feed oh, into the same project at the same time. I don't care whether it's girlfriend. I tell my athletes all the time, like during combine prep, for example, we had our 10, mm-hmm. 11 guys doing combine prep. I told them day one, if you have somebody in your life that is distracting you, somebody that wants to be on the phone all night, somebody that want to argue about anything, <laughs> somebody that's texting you, something call, you have any of that, right now is the perfect time to tell them, bye, I'll see you in about 10 weeks, roughly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, and I even gave them an option, option two, because you might not want to take the mic approach, option mm-hmm. number two is you have a serious conversation with that person. And I don't care if it's a parent. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's mom, dad, that's just buzzing yeah. in his own. You got to right. have that conversation to say, look, I love you. But this next 10 weeks, I need 100% positive energy and focus around me to get this done. I am getting ready for the Absolutely. most important job interview of my life. And I oh, can't yeah. be on the phone at 2 o'clock in the morning arguing with you about anything. Hey, I'll, I'll even I'll, I'll even say this. I'll even say this with these with these uh young grown men, the Call of Duty, the Madden, the Two K, the Fortnite, the uh, uh uh whatever the new game is. You know, it's 
There's no you, you can't be I'm mad, man. I'm I'm on till three a.m. What's up? What's your game? That stuff doesn't exist. Not right yeah. now. Like you you can't do that. You know, because if you if you stand up till three a.m., you know, hey, you got hey, Mike, can we work out at at uh, at twelve? Nah, man. We NFL don't start at twelve. <laughs> you say eight o'clock. I mean, you all here eight o'clock ready to go. And not Seriously. to mention, all night playing Madden. It's a good chance you ain't gonna never be on the game. So, not gonna be so on the game. Your, your yeah. job should be in the game of Madden, where we can select Absolutely. you to some young kid, not for you to be up all night. Like refocus, refocus your priorities. You have and, to and be. You have to be. Yep. So yeah. let me ask you this, man. What some things that, mm-hmm. that you do? You know what I mean? On a personal level, you know, being a business owner, uh, you also work a lot with the academy in the, in the different school, you know, young kids. You know, so how do you how do you manage your schedule, your time and how do you find that balance between, you know, making sure you're effective? But then, you know, you have kids, you got family. Right. So you know, how, do, how does all that balance? Yes, out? I do. So with me, with all the college guys that are here right now and the pro guys that are here right now, uh, my window is from. You know, and I already already did my time with UNLV Heat, so <laughs> I'm, I'm telling <laughs> right. you guys, look, I'm available. I'm I'm available to you from 7 a.m. to 12. That's my window. You know, and and you know, no matter if it's 30 minutes, I'll, I'll even I'll ask them. I say, look, do you need do you need spe- uh, speed and uh, speed and agility? Do you need uh, strength training? Do you need uh, uh, footwork? Do you need route running? Like I'm asking them what they want because I want as soon as they get there, I'm not. You know, it's saying, hey, man, hey, what's up, man? I don't do that stuff. Yeah. So uh, it's preparing them because when I was in the NFL, my day started. I was up at 6 a.m. Uh, I caught the 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 excursion to, to the uh, Eden Prairie, uh, got there about 6.50, had my first meal, uh, 7 a.m., getting my stuff, getting my things set up because I want to be the first rookie in there. You know, I want yep. to make sure I'm seeing everybody. Want to make sure I got all my stuff settled. So, uh, so like I said, it's it's I'm here from 7 a.m. to 12. After that, hey, I'm, I turned myself into a uh, my my daughter and my son, uh, uh, third grade and first grade. So I'm a I'm officially a, a elementary school teacher. No doubt, I figured yep. that out. Yeah. <laughs> so no uh, so really, you know, giving them their time when it comes to the athlete side and, and having my own personal life of raising my own kids is important because I can't just, I don't want to be off balance. The same time I give the athletes, you know, I want to make sure I give my kids more time. Uh, But I I understand what the athletes are going through right now, just because it's like, you know, man, what do I do? Or how do I do this? Or uh, can I go to the parking? Mm -hmm. Some of them don't even, even, some of them need to have that guide or that one-on-one time with the trainer to say, Hey, look, go do this, go do that. You back in the day or me back in the day, I'm like, yeah, shoot, I'm, I'm outside. Yeah, oh, I'm yeah we'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm looking at this as a chance. I'm about to get ahead. <laughs> I'm getting ahead. You know, I'm so, working out twice, work out twice, I'm working out three times. <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying. So oh, that's it, it's just I, I really and, and last little thing is just I, I find it uh not really strange, but I just see how how the college athletes or middle school athletes, high school athletes it's like they have to have that person, that trainer to say, hey, look, we're going to do ladders. We're going to do hills. We're going to do. Um, but keeping it old school and, and, and going off of if it was me and if I'm in this situation now, I'm up at uh, seven, eight, whatever. 
I'm going to do my heels. I'm doing my footwork. I'm catching my ball. Uh, uh, I'm running my routes, doing my running back route tree, inside yeah. zone, outside zone. I'm doing at uh, 10.30. I'm back at the crib. You yep. know, you, I know what I should be doing. Yep. Oh, yeah. My little, my little protein shake, and I'm on. Right. I'm good. Yep. And so, 100%. Especially with all the tools that are available now. You know, you mm-hmm. can go on YouTube now yeah. and just ship off a whole legit program for freezy. <laughs> for freezy. For, for Matter of fact, go ahead. Go on. All the, all the people watching, go on to uh, uh, YouTube. Check out Mike Waters. Do the phase one. You'll see a whole, a whole I'm, I'm list of things. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what it is, man. I yeah. put y'all programs. Complete program. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Crazy that people don't always, always take advantage of it. You know, and, right. and so, and this is what I will say, and I just got Team Ed, Edwards just chimed in. Kids nowadays are different. He's someone in their ear, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that's sad, but it's true that they don't have it. And I look at it as the exact opposites. We mm-hmm. have more of a desire to work ethic. Like we wanted to be better. We were super 100%. competitive. In I mean, street races. I mean, like everything competitive, but hey, we didn't tag, always have street football. Man, yeah. tag was one of the most athletic games. Uh, 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 oh my gosh. You know what I mean? And then you look at it like this, and then you say, okay, we had that desire. And for most of us, I know I'm speaking for myself, but for most of us, our trainer was our uncle that played a little bit of high school ball, didn't have yep, no service. Omar. Didn't have nothing, <laughs> but he was willing to invest time. And then you mm-hmm. think back to the stuff we were doing. They didn't know, but they just looked at us and went, hey, man, my nephew really could be good. I'm going to work with him. You know, mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. we'll take He'll take me to different places. They had no clue what they was doing, but they were willing. But I was willing to do it because they saw mm-hmm. it in me. I saw it in them. But now athletes like like Team Edwards said, you know, they got performance trainers, phase one sports. Mm-hmm. We got 20 square foot indoor turf, all this crazy elaborate stuff. And we still got to fight to get kids in here to get them committed, to get them to, you know, and right. it's just it's weird, man. It's a weird balance. But, you know. That's our job. That's the job of, 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 uh, and and really, you know, as a trainer, I'm not your friend. I'm not your buddy. I'm not your pal. I'm not your homie. We could be cool. Yeah, we could. You're not going to always like the workouts that I do. And my job is not to, uh, uh, put you through something simple. So if, if you're telling me that you want a 1,000 yard season, uh, 10 touchdowns and leading the Mountain West and this and that, or, or make it to year, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten in the in the league. Then all right, well, this is this is what it takes. Here, here it is. This is right. So, no but word. yeah, man, I, I definitely appreciate you, man. This is this is good, and uh, I'm happy to get this conversation with you. I know you're a busy man. You no, know, man, so, I'll try to keep it moving, man. I try to maximize time. That's all. So before before right. you go, though, I gotta close it out like this. Mm-hmm. This is where I want to go. You know, we we got some good insight on what you've done. Let me ask you a, a question. Mm-hmm. And it's a loaded question, so you take it however you need to. What's right, next? What is next for Bradley Randall? What is next on your thing? What are you setting out to accomplish in this moment? What's next? What is next is uh, for me to continue to do what I'm doing. Uh, like I said, I, I thank God for it. I'm very passionate uh, for me reaching out to the youth, kids, uh, me being a mentor to NFL players, high school players, college players, middle school players. Uh, so all the knowledge and information that I have right now, 
from being around you, being around Randall Cunningham, being around my father, uh, Doug Flutie, King Griffey Jr., uh, Adrian Peterson, Matt Asiata, all this knowledge that I have, I want to continue to give it back. Um, the, the, the biggest compliment that I ever had was, uh, uh, getting a couple of uh, notes from athletes saying how, uh, you know, and I thank God for it, how I was able to change their game, how I was able to, uh, think, change their mind of thinking, how I was able to, uh, give them more confidence, uh, how I was able to give them more, uh, uh, belief in their abilities and in their game. So, um, God willing, you know, shoot, if, if I'll say this, if I can get, if I can get, I don't know, 10 kids out of this area into the NFL, I'll be, I'll be hands up. I'll be thankful. And I'll be like, thank you, God. My job here is done because that the NFL, man, it, it is a monster. Um, mm-hmm. and you are evaluated. Uh, by the general manager, by the head coach, by the offensive coordinator, by the uh, 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 even <laughs> even I, I, hey even the players, even your position. I remember I'll tell you a story with um, with Matt. He was messing with me one time. Uh, we were running the play, uh, and this is when we had we had uh, Matt Castle and Christian Ponder. Yeah, and uh, I think uh, Musgrove was our uh, offensive coordinator. Um, Matt Castle set a play, and I'm over here like, dang, okay, I don't know the play. And I, I turned back real quick like, hey, yo, hey, what's the play? Da, 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 da. And he was like, hey, it's outside zone footwork, outside zone footwork. And I'm like, no, nah, man, that's that's wrong. Like, It's not outside, yeah. zone, outside zone footwork. It's supposed to be power footwork on this play. But I knew it was power footwork, but he was telling me, hey, bro, mm-hmm. it's outside zone. You got to do so he over here running game on me to try to mess yep. me up for my yep. for my film. So when I get on film, Randall, what is this? You over here doing outside zone footwork, and it's supposed to be power. You're not so, ready. <laughs> I, I wasn't man. So no nah, man, it's <laughs> you got to be ready when you get there. Because if you're not, then you know whatever you put on film, it it can you can either be the example guy where coaches is circling you with the with the little laser, or you yep. can be the hey, this is what we're not gonna do right here. You know so. Yep. Uh, stay focused, be ready, be prepared, keep your mental toughness, uh, uh, and be ready for your opportunities. Love That's it. That's what I want to say. That's dope, That's man. So all my young athletes out there and anybody that is watching this live, anybody that comes across this in the next few months, over the next years, share yes. this all the athletes that are around you. All the young yes, athletes, yes. college pro athletes, share it because they need to hear it from different perspectives. They don't want. Absolutely. They don't need to hear the same voices. They need to hear different voices with the same mindset, different voices that Absolutely. really have a passion and a purpose to really help these young athletes, just like Bradley, just like my, myself. So I definitely want to mm-hmm. thank you, man, for your time. Before we end it, man, let people know where they can reach you at, how they can find you, uh, especially if you're down in that area. Uh, just let oh, them yeah. know that real quick. We get out of here. So the Instagram is the RB Guru. And uh, my Twitter is Vikings Rebel. I think it's Vikings underscore Rebel. And uh, I do have Snapchat. So my Snapchat is uh, BR underscore Hollywood. That was my college name that just happened. So, um, but right. yes, I'm out in the Marietta, Temecula area. Uh, work with all athletes. Um, and uh, like this, like I said, the biggest thing is just making sure that you you're ready mentally, physically, spiritually. And uh, getting your game to the next level is what I'm all about. I'm not going to tell you any any broken promises. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. 
and uh, we're going to get to yeah. work. So, Mike, I appreciate you. Much success to you. I'm ready to get that book when you're ready to publish it. And uh, I definitely got to see you soon. Yes, sir. Hey, appreciate you, loved one. All right. All right, Likewise, man. Thank everybody for tuning in, man. Share with somebody. Subscribe if you already haven't. And we'll see you on the next one. Wednesday night All conversation. Right. Until it hurts. Sticking to my shirt. I heard sky's the limit when Biggie spit his verse. So to test it, I went and put some inches on my vert. I'm a beast. I'm a beast. Iron Mike when it's fight or flight. Going for it. I could die tonight. You need my advice? Then subscribe to the podcast. Plenty time left. All I need is you to listen with a winner's mindset. Yeah. Mindset.